now coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 550th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my spectacular co-host. We've got the one and only Seth Vilo. It's a me, the Seth Vilo Lord guy. Yes, yes, yes. And we've got the master of tournaments, the master of ceremonies himself, uh, Claude Nine. Hello, everyone. It's Claude Nine. That's just so much energy. I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> so much energy. I really can't help it anymore. All I'm right, well, running at full speed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, welcome to the Puckle Podcast. Puckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name we came up with in 2007. We talk everything here, Pokemon, from the trading card game to the video game and everything in between. And, uh, man, do we have lots of things that happen. I don't want to talk about too much about our, the week that Seth and I had last week, but because I want to <laughs> save it for like main discussion, because I think it's a lot of fun yeah. to talk about. But I, I would be lying if I said you haven't like, like I've caught the bug and I don't know if it was entirely your fault or just like, <laughs> or that it was a, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I, I don't know if it was that. A resurgence of an old habit. Yeah, it's just like a resurgence of an old habit at the same time, because I really do enjoy the TCG in much the same way that I enjoy the video game. It's all turn-based, right? So Yeah. And it's just like a very logical thinking, like, how do I get out of this situation? Uh, I don't think you see that. I don't think you get to think that much in the video game immediately when you first jump into it. When you play TCG, that makes more sense because you're playing your own little mini game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Compared to the video game, but it's... uh. It's very fun to play it in that sense. And it's just like, oh, this re-sparked something in me, you know? <laughs> and so, like, I've been going down a deep, dark rabbit hole. It's real bad. Like, it's to the point. So, one, I signed up for an online tournament tomorrow uh, as Woo-hoo! of recording. So, by the time this comes out, uh, it'll have completed. But I signed up for an online tournament on Limitless TCG. I think it's a small thing. I don't think it'll be too big, but... Okay. Which one is it? Uh, I forget what it's if called. You remember. I'm in their Discord server. It's, I think it's like their Excalibur 178 or whatever. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, with that one, I won't be able to see your deck list because they don't post deck lists. I mean, I'll just send you my deck list. That's fine. I know. It's just I already did. Each tournament <laughs> has its own quirk. But yeah, so I signed in. To, I, I signed up for that one just to kind of do it and see how it goes. Like, see how I kind of stack up against like not randoms on PTCGO. Yeah. Uh, and see if like maybe I might be okay at this game. I mean, I didn't do too well, too badly last weekend after like I got it going, mm-hmm. but yeah. And then I also have committed to going to league this week as well. It's it's wow. it's, it's, it's a deep dark rabbit hole, man. This is bad. <laughs> what have I done? This is bad. You created the monster, man. I have. Oh my goodness! You, now you've got the backing of like the mind of a research physicist behind you prepping. <laughs> it's just like it's going to be horrible. Like it's just going to be terrible. Yeah, but that like that's been most of my week. It's just been like, oh man, I should do like I should I should go push for the world's invite because I'm at the point in my life where when I have enough vacation, I have enough uh-huh. money, and I don't have kids yet. So like it's kind of this perfect storm of like maybe I give it a shot and yeah. see what happens. You and me, 2022, 2023 season, we're going all the way. I'd have to make a hard commitment, and I'm not there yet. 
<laughs> I'll see you at every regional. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? That'd be such a fun, like, puckle event where it's, like, Thatch and Seth take on the world. Take on the world. <laughs> it, it sounds like a really bad vlog. Uh, that's what <laughs> yeah, it sounds it like to me. It sounds like it sounds like Seth and I just completely whiffing on a number of things. This week we have an update to the Thatch, Thatch Seth saga. Yeah, will exactly. they get any points, or will they still both be at zero? We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert: They're both still at zero. Uh, Probably the latter. <laughs> hey, I've got twenty-five points from something three years ago. I don't know what. Wait, how do you have twenty-five points? I think it was just like a small league cup or something that I did before they shut everything down. And I'd maybe done one or two of them and I'd got a few championship points here and there. And that's what I'm at now. So that's from the 2019-2022 season. That's what I came out with. <laughs> 25 points. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I had 80 at one point that one time I did that regional. As a reminder to our listeners at home, oh it takes my gosh. 500 to yes, get to Worlds. Yes. It does take 500 to get to Worlds. But I I mean, that was from one event, though. Yeah. yeah. You know, I haven't decided if I like I'll do VGC or TCG. I kind of want to do TCG only because there's not a clock on the screen while you're playing yeah. it. And I feel like I might do better in that situation. Sometimes it would have been helpful to have a clock somewhere. Goodness. Yeah, well, let's not talk about Inteleon. Yeah, know. exactly. Uh, but it's uh, it's definitely a time. It's definitely in time. But yeah, what about you guys? What have you been up to this past uh, couple weeks? Well, I suppose I can go. And um, yeah. kind of like Thatch, I don't want to spoil too much, but the big thing was NAIC and prep for that and coming back from that to lick my wounds. As you might have heard, I did not win first place at the entire event, so I will not be going to Worlds this year. Direct. Wait, you didn't win? I know, I didn't. My name, in fact, is not Azul GG, so uh, no, it's not me. <laughs> Although I have beaten him before. Oh my hard. gosh. Okay, but the way you beat him before <laughs> is not the same, okay? It's not the same, but I have. Alright, wait, wait. Tell this story. This is much more interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was just online on the random ladder, and I am playing an opponent, and I look up at the name, and it's him. It's him recording, I, I presumed, for some kind of stream. I was playing Shadow Rider Calyrex. He was playing some weird jank deck for some good YouTube memes that only use special energy. And Calyrex's first attack does 10 damage, and you can't attach special energy. So I won. Wow. <laughs> 10 damage at a time. Okay, so you memed him. I memed him. Well, I mean, I out-memed his meme, if you will. But I have defeated the NAIC champion. <laughs> Which, by transitive property, means you're the NAIC champion. I mean, basically is what I'm saying, yeah. Okay, great. That is how that works, I think. Yeah. That is how that works. But yeah, I've, like, gone off the deep end, man. It's all, I, I, it's bad. You and me both. It's bad. I've gotten real into Yu-Gi-Oh! recently because of Shemu and the fact that they have carnivorous plant cards. So I've been practicing with that, too. So card games all the way is just what I've been focused on <laughs> the last, like, month. I love it. No, I, I I hear you. I started Master Duel for a little bit, and I'm like, nope, I can't do this. I don't. Oh, want this. I know, I know, man. It's just like it's such a slippery slope with these card games too, because yeah. once you start doing it, you're like, yeah, I'm in it, and then you're just like, I'm gonna pay for it. Thankfully, I, and like the one thing that's great about Pokemon is that it's cheap. Yeah, like, compared to Cheaper. like every well, compared to other TCGs, it's stupid cheap. Yeah, I was looking at one card that some people used last night in a Yu-Gi-Oh deck, and it's a three of, because that's what you do in Yu-Gi-Oh. Um, and each one 
is worth ninety nine to one hundred and three dollars. Yeah, oh, that is just... miserable. I don't like that at all. And I just is like, nope. Yeah, I think the most expensive card right now is like Arceus, Arceus V Star, like Palkia V Star in Pokemon, and those are like, yeah, those are like thirty forty. Unless you start going at like weird alt art. Yeah, if you want like full rarity, even for like the most competitive cards, I think though it's still like forty bucks for a card. Yeah, and that's if you go full rarity. And thankfully they have yeah. those. It, like, thankfully Pokemon has like the real weird rarity thing because then it makes like the standard copies reasonable. Exactly. Exactly. So like we're talking forty dollars for like a Rainbow Palkia V Star, but for like under thirty, you could get a V Star Palkia V Star. I think right now. Yeah. Let me play my peasant deck and be happy with it. Yeah, pretty much. And then, like, if you decide to go to a tournament or something, you can go blink it out or something, if you really want to. But even then, the cards function the same, so who cares? Exactly. I do recommend it, though. I mean, well, I don't recommend it. Actually, don't don't go waste your money, kids. Uh, Don't do it. Don't fall in this trap Thatch and I are trying to dig ourselves further into. Yeah, it's real bad. Because I'm just like, man, do I go, do I try? Do I try to do this? That's why I do everything electronically for free. Yep, that's one way to do it. That's how it started. That's how it started, yeah. And then, yeah. and then one day at Target, you're like, I could get one. I yeah, get no, one. no, you need to have a reason. Well, you know what's, you know what the real problem is? Like, my wife really likes opening cards. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's the problem. And so, like, she just cares about the thrill. She doesn't care about keeping the cards or anything. She just cares about the thrill. And, like, maybe she'll keep yep. a shiny one. But, like, she cares about the thrill. And so the problem is she's, like, the worst enabler. She's yeah. just like, she's just like a horrible enabler. Cause I'll be like, uh, I need to get this card. And like, what I should do is just go down to the local game store and go buy the single. But you know what? That $4 pack on the shelf, that might have it in it, you know? It might have it. Yeah. It you might have spend it. $10. No, no, no. Yeah, exactly. My sister-in-law is similar where she'll, she'll get packs. She doesn't even know ha- three quarters of the Pokemon that exist. <laughs> the packs opens it and then it's like, Oh, here you go. You play with these, right? And I'm like, yep. Yep, but I don't know that I need seven Chimchar, so... <laughs> exactly. I don't need a Simi-Seer V, but thank you. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't need this. It's fine. I'm okay. I did pull some Pogo recently. Like, I found some Pogo before... Did you really? It broke Street Date. It broke Street Date. Oh! Uh, the new Pokemon Go TCG set. I need to go out and get some. Yeah. They broke Street Date. I found some, and I brought it home. I still haven't pulled a Ditto, by the way. I've opened, like... Dang it. I've opened something, I think, like 18 packs... And no ditto. Have you gotten many Soul Rock Lunatone? That's apparently the spice, and it's actually good. I've got a couple. Okay, so I've played those online already. Yeah. And, like, I good is a very, uh, that's a very strong statement, but. <laughs> I don't know, like, if you have a competent deck, I feel like you can get around it pretty easily. Yeah. yeah it's like, fair. it's it's essentially worse Shadow Rider. Yeah, kinda. It's just worse Shadow Rider. So you should just play Shadow Rider. I, I did pull a Mewtwo V, but I have like three Ooh. now. Nice. Just the V, no V star. I need Dang the V star. Yeah. I need the V star. But yeah, that, that's kind of where we're at. But uh, on that note, you know what? Let's go talk about some news. Let's let's not talk about ourselves forever. <laughs> so let's go ahead and cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a few things uh, that are kind of dumb because it's a slow news week. Yeah, kind of dumb, slow news. Yeah, dumb, slow news. So 
while we would usually ignore Pokemon Masters, uh, there is an Ash Ketchum from Pallet Town event for an anime tie-in. He does have his Journeys team with him in the cutscenes, so that's something. Yeah, let's talk about Unite. We got we got, we got some Pokemon Unite news. Uh, yeah. There's been a data leak saying that Glaceon and Buzzwool uh, are coming to Unite. Uh, yes. I, I'm convinced they're going to bring all the evolutions to Unite in one way or another. Oh, yeah, no, sure. this was after they announced Espeon, once Sylveon was in the game, I'm like, oh, this is happening. We're going to get all of them. All, all eight are going to be here. In the, uh, the TCG. Yeah, in the TCG, we've got uh, Rotation. We got the announcement that Rotation is going to be happening early next year instead of After Worlds like it usually does, which is uh, really weird and interesting, probably because they're going to yep. try to sync things up. Because uh, the metas... Ha- so for those of you who aren't in the TCG, the metas are actually different in Japan and the US typically all of the time. Yep. And that's just because Japan gets different sets than the US does. Um, and it definitely mixes things up and how it's released. And I, I assume they're doing this to sync it up once Scarlet and Violet happens. I assume so as well. Um, and the fact that they're saying it's early next year, which is usually about when our new generation set yep. lands, um, means they're probably going to have it happen then because there's a period of a couple months where Japan has even different rotation than we do. Not only different yeah. sets, but different rotation. So like they could still use quick ball in October. Whereas if this had kept the same uh, cycle that it normally does, we wouldn't have been able to use quick ball in October anymore. So it's odd, but looks like they're trying to, I mean, it's not going to be worldwide release that we know of like they do for the video game yet, but it's coming close. It is pretty close. You don't have to throw away your Inteleon engine yet. Not yet, and they're going to reprint it. Oh, it's please, fine. no. I would. I. I absolutely agree with you. The Quaxley engine. It'll just be the same thing. <laughs> it's the same thing. It's just shady dealings. Shady, de- shady quackings. Shady quackings instead of shady dealings. Yeah. No. I. Well, I don't know. I honestly like the Bibberel engine better, in my opinion. Right. Ooh, the Bibberel engine. Yeah. Especially they- with the new one from Go. Yeah, they got they got a new Bibarel, uh Claude that you just kind of put on the bench, and then you could just draw up to five cards in your hand, and you could have multiple Bibarels, so you could do this more than once. Yeah, that's actually what Azul played as his yeah. draw engine in the winning one. I like Bibarel better than I like uh, Inteleon. Yeah, I, I, Inteleon just really meshes well with uh, Palkia right now. I like how you can toss one of those new Bibarel from Go, so that makes it you completely immune to Mill. Oh, cool! Ah. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, look it up. I haven't seen it yet, but yeah, that's uh, that's a good time. Let's go kick it on over to Pokemon Go, though. You betcha, I've got this one. So we've got another Community Day announcement, and it is July 17th, and the Pokemon is, drumroll, Starly, because we need birds. I don't know why it's Starly. Uh, like it's, I, I, so my friends who play Pokemon Go, uh, what they were, they were just like, it's Starly. And I was like, yep, I don't know how you guys feel about that. And they're just like, we don't feel good about it at all. Um, yeah, they're just like, I, they go, and I kid you not, this is a direct quote. I'd rather have a Pidgey community day. Yeah. <laughs> because you never yes. see Pidgey anymore. They have to balance it out after doing Dino last week. Dino was fun, though. Dino was fun. There's a little bit other Go news, though, we can dive into. Uh, for general July news, the research breakthrough for this month is going to be Lickitung. The raids are going to be Articuno, Moltres, Zapdos, and Dialga. That's actually pretty good. They haven't done that in a while. Like the Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres. Mm-hmm. And there's an anniversary event that runs from the 6th to the 12th that will add Party Hat, Charmeleon, and Charizard. 
as well as Pikachu with a cake hat. A cake hat? Mm-hmm. Ooh. I'm so tired of all the hats. Apparently, if things go well in the GoFest in Berlin, Panzer and Simiseer will also appear, whoop de diddly and there will be a Team Rocket event this weekend. No, 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 that's good. That's good, actually. That's good. Oh. They're regionals. They're regionals. Okay. Yeah. Uh, in the in North America, you get Pan Poor. In Asia, you get Pan Sage. And in Europe, you get Pan Seer. So I've got a Pan Sage from the time I went to Japan a couple of years ago. The two regionals I'm okay with existing are Kangaskhan in Australia and Carnivine in the southeast of U.S. Those are the only okay regionals I'm with. I think regionals in general are stupid in Pokemon Go. Yeah, agreed. Because there is never a time where I go, hey, I want to travel to go catch a Kangaskhan. It, no, yeah, exactly. Right? I, if I catch something, it's because I went there for something else. Kangaskhan makes sense because it's rare in the Safari Zone and quote-unquote from Australia because it's a kangaroo. And Carnivon, I just like being one of the sole holders of, haha. So we're going to go to Puckle's Pokey Prediction. Will the Scarlet Violet starter evolutions be officially revealed prior to release? What do we think? Oh, I thought it was which one do you think it's going to be? No, oh, will. Just will release. in general. Stage one, yes. Stage two, no. That's my that's what, call. That's what I... I think in my heart of hearts, that's what I want, Seth. But... Uh, my, what I truly believe is they won't reveal any of them. Yeah. That's what they did for Sword and Shield. We never got Drizzile. Yeah, yeah we never got Drizzile. Um, yeah, I, I think, I think we'll get the, some, I think some of the finals will be leaked. And I say some. Uh, yeah, I think, I don't think any of them are going to get revealed. I, I just don't think they're going to reveal any of it. I, they've been pretty bad slash good about keeping everything under wraps. Bad slash good. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah, well, I think it's bad because I think they should have revealed more than they did during Sword and Shield. But uh, less which, than the entire decks from Sun and Moon. Yeah, I, like there has to be a happy medium between those two release cycles, right? That's a good place for us to wrap up the news. So we're going to kick it on over to Puckle's Pokey Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. Hello and welcome to the Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-hosts on their insane Pokemon knowledge. I'm Professor Snag with the rules. The co-hosts are working together as a team to answer five Pokemon-themed trivia questions that you, the listeners, have submitted on the Discord server. Each question is worth one point, with Pokedex and multiple answer questions worth more for a total of seven points. The hosts can use a free hint at any time. If they get all the answers correct without using the hint, they can cash it in for an eighth point. And welcome to Puckle's Trivia. We're going to go ahead and jump right in. Thank you for that introduction. Our first question this week is going to come to you from Wyatt White. In Pokemon Go, Pokemon have a background that matches their first type. What background was not available to see until February of 2020? What? They have in a Pokemon Go, is their first type. Their first type. What background was not able February. to be seen until February 2020? Uh, all right. So my mind I have a thought. Steel or fairy? Just because or dark? Because it wouldn't be ones? steel because they're well. I don't. Well, Ma Mawile exists, and it would be steel first. Uh, my okay. first thought is flying because we didn't really have a pure flying until Tornadus. <gasps> That's it. Yeah, let's go with that. Tornadus is correct. 
uh, with the Ooh. flying type background. Uh, because, yeah, it, it turns out that every other flying type is a secondary flying type. Nobody's a primary. Exactly. That is the correct answer. That's right. Good call. Good call. Good call. All right. So you guys are one for one. Your next question is going to come to you from Bbarn894. What flying type Pokemon consists of only a head with no body? This is a Pokemon shape. In parentheses, is that's what, what I was told. Oh, Pokemon shape with a head with um, Rufflet or Hoot Hoot. Uh, ooh, those those are good ones. Those are good ones. Uh, the Pokemon shape of just a head with no body, though. Which one? The Pokemon shape. Hoot Hoot sounds. Hoot Hoot sounds right. like the best option to me. What are the um, weird weird flying types? Natu also is just a head with no body. Small, small S M O L bird is kind of a whole a whole thing. Uh-huh. Pop hip is just a head with flowers. I'm like going what? through like the generations because yeah, I think like a, uh, Swablu is a head with wings. Like I, I, that's going to be so bird many shape here. though. Like that's Drifloon is a flying type balloon with no body. I, I would don't sooner the go question. with I would sooner go with Drifloon than I would a bird. I like. Drifloon if you best, want shape, I, think. Uh, I guess you have Minior is a flying type. Or Bug Rowlet is a shape. A what? Bug is a shape. Well, Rowlet is a circle. Rowlet is a shirt. <laughs> Rowlet is a circle. Um, I don't know. I, I like Drifloon or Minior. What do you think uh, of those two? Or, uh, the only other one that comes to my mind is Woobat. That's also just a head that's gonna be like no That's going to be bird with wings kind of shape. Okay, then definitely Drifloon, I guess, is the one that comes to my mind. Because okay. I mean, let's go with that. Yeah, let's go with that. Drifloon. Drifloon is incorrect. They somehow predicted that she might say that, though. Yeah. Um, and they said, in case they say Drifblim or Drifloon, that actually falls under a head with arms. Oh, of that's course. Um, the one, so so that's, Minior. So that's incorrect. The answer is Minior, yes. Dang it. Oh At least we got close. This is this that was such a dumb question. Okay, it was better than the other one though. Um, so <laughs> At least we got close. I don't feel bad. You guys were very close. I feel terrible. You guys are one for two. Your next question is your Pokedex entry question. This one is going to come from Chief Pancake. It's Pokemon Moon Pokedex entry states. These Pokemon have been known to cast spells to make people fall in love. So some people search for this Pokemon as their life depended on it. Who's that Pokemon? spells to make oh. them fall in love and it's moon oh gosh i used to know this it's um it's in the anime isn't it i'm gonna take your word on that i have no idea oh gosh um what is it what is it what is it <laughs> um i can i can oh. it's it's one of the witches one of the is it's uh i think no. it's either either like the Breaks in Delphox line, or if it's or if it's like Mysterious Miss Magius. I would think Mysterious Miss Magius first because Sun and Moon looking for a Delphox that doesn't that doesn't line up. Okay, I'm just going through my mind of what I I remember it being like a witch thing because I remember seeing this before. And I'm I'm stuck on Galarian Slowking, and I know that's wrong. Yeah, it's not Galarian Slowking, but spells. Positive of that. Spells to me says Brakeson or Miss Miss Magius. Exactly. I would, yeah, I would say the the latter before the former. You want to Miss Magius? Uh, I don't think it's right, but yeah. Okay, then let's, I can't let's think of anything Braxton else. Brakeson. Brakeson uh, sure. is incorrect. Your your hint entry is it's Pokemon Pearl Pokedex entry states 
It's it chants incantations while they usually torment targets. Some chants bring happiness. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, Miss Magius sounds a lot more likely now. Miss Magius, then? Do you want to go with Miss that? Magius. Miss Magius is correct. What the heck? It makes people fall in love? What? Yeah, it's I would not have pinned that at all. Yep. Well, you guys are two for three. So let's keep this train a-chugging. Ah-woo. woo All right, your next question is your multiple answer question. Your multiple answers to these questions, you can get one point for certain numbers of them. Uh, So I am going to ask you, um, this question has eight answers, and I guess you could just, like, stumble into them. Um, So I'm hoping you can get them. Uh, This is from Farmer Fox. What are the eight types that have HP-stealing moves? And I will give you a point for each two types you give me if you get all eight. I will uh, give you kudos. Okay. All right, so grass, fairy, bug are the first three that come to my mind. You have to lock these in. You get three strikes and you're out. Grass, dig a drain. Yep. Fairy, uh, draining kiss. Correct. Correct. Fairy, draining kiss. Yeah, those are the three that pop in my head first. Um, Flying, oblivion wing. That is is four. That is correct. Uh, There are four more. There are four more. Okay. Um, fire doesn't... Oh, electric. uh, fighting? Electric Drain does. Punch. Electric has parabolic charge, fighting, and uh, electric. Those are both correct. Uh, there are two more, but you do have all the points. Uh, wait, there, there's Psychic with Dream Eater. That is... Yep. Psychic. Yep. And... I don't know that you're going to get this other one, so I'm going to stop I mean, you. We got Electric with parabolic charge. Uh, well, you guys are done. You, ha- you have all the points. Uh, but we want them up. We want bragging rights, Thatch! Uh, I mean, you're not going to get it. I don't think you're going to get it. Oh, I'm just going to go with, uh, ghost. No, because the answer, the answer is water. And the move is, yep, it is the bouncy bubble move. Oh, no. Bouncy bubble move. Pokemon Let's Go. (laughs) Yep. It's a time. All right. But that gives you guys five for four. Um, you haven't used the hint yet, but you've messed up, so you probably should. Uh, and your next, right. <laughs> your next question is your base deck question, as always. Great. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Uh, I like this question because I like that they're finding new inventive ways to ask you base deck entries. Oh, um, no. so it's unfortunate we, I'm using the hint immediately. Yeah. This one is from Sleeve. <laughs> In the anime, which of, oh, po- which of the Pokemon Ash is officially owned, not including forms, has the highest base attack? Can I have a hint? Uh, this is a Pokemon that he has gotten in the past three or four years. And highest base attack of the Pokemon that Ash has owned in the yes. last three or four years, which implies to me it's during the Journey's arc. Dragonite uh, comes to mind with 135. Uh, Does it, not sure not, it doesn't it's... imply Journey's. Doesn't imply Journey's? Okay, what do I know? Nothing. Wait, so it's not Journey's. So it's wrong. <laughs> Dragonite comes to mind, though. It has 135. What tops that? I'm trying to... Oh, uh, does Mega Gren have a higher... Or Ash Greninja have a higher Forms don't set? count. Forms no. don't count. Forms Never don't. mind. And Mega Lucario also, doesn't count either, then, right? Yep. Well, Mega Lucario's attack stat's 150. You are correct. It does not It does not count. So it's just the base Mega Pokemon... Mega Lucario's attack stat's attack. 145. What are you talking about? Oh, I'm, I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, hmm. Does he have a Darmanitan? Sounds possible. My 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 stupid brain keeps thinking Dracovish, even though I know it's a hundred. But 
<laughs> it's just, it just won't get past it. Um, that's the only thing I can think of that he may or, well, no, he doesn't have the Darmanitan. That's a uh, go who has the Darmanitan. Never mind. Oh, is um, it? I can't uh. think of anything besides Dragonite that's, does he like somehow have like so like uh Solgaleo or Lunala? Oh no, did he catch Zashian or something like that in the Journey's Arc? Wait, was it oh, Solgaleo? What were you he saying? Has a no metal. Oh, one forty three or one forty five. Well, I'm convinced something it's like that. that. Now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it's that. That that sounds right. Mel Metal. Mel Metal is correct. Uh, Mel Metal has a base attack stat of one hundred and forty. Uh, his second place oh. goes to Sir Fetched with one thirty five. Uh, and or Sir Dragonite. Fetched is above Dragonite? Dragonite's no, at 134, same. actually. But... Oh. oh my gosh, what? Oh yeah, yeah it's one off. It's one off, yep. Snapcrackle so Dragonite is the third place. Gen 1 stats are weird sometimes. Yes, they are. But yes, that is uh, where you guys go. You got the question, though, so that gives you five points for today. Six points for today. Woo! That's yeah, what I'm going to say. Nobody look into the number of points that Thatch said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, because that that did not remember, uh, but that does change up the standings. It does change them up because one, it gets clawed on the board. Yeah, I'm on the board. Son. Yeah, yeah, boy. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and well, where'd the thing go? Um, uh, there we go. Sort. All right, in first place we've got our Sigma with 16 points. Tied for second, we've got Linian and Sublime with 15. In fourth place, we've got Seth Vilo with 13. In fifth, we've got Shark with eight. In sixth, we've got Whimsicott with seven. And in seventh, we've got Claude Nine with six. Everybody else is yeah. yet to get on the board. All right, with that, though, guys, we're going to kick it on over to the topic. And we have another review from iTunes today. It is from Dancing Weasel 22 He says, love it, five stars. This is probably the best podcast out there. JK, it is the best one out there. Keep being great. Well, thank you for that, Dancing Weasel. And if you want your review right on the show, go ahead, review us wherever you can. We really appreciate it, and we'll probably read it. So on that note, we are going to kick it on over to the topic. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is just going to be competitive events of the summer because Seth and I are two-thirds of the people that went to nationals. We felt like talking about it, even though the show last week got destroyed. For those of you who wondered, I appreciate all of you who wondered where the show was. I wondered. I think that's legitimately the first show we've missed in something like... I think so. In like three years. I remember that happened to me for one Battlecast episode where it was just split into a billion pieces and I could have put yeah. them all together, but it would have taken me three weeks. So, exactly. No. Yeah. I mean, it definitely... Like the audio exists, but the audio is not organized. Exactly. That makes sense. And it just... Ugh. It's just not happening. We apologize. But yeah. yeah, let's talk about what happened and had some good times because there was some... I, I like it because it also gave me some time to digest it anyway, instead of yeah. doing it real time so that we don't have to talk about every little thing that we saw. Mm-hmm. I mean, the big things were, in my opinion, watching the event itself. I, I really enjoyed... I, okay, so one, you can really see the difference between the TCG format and the VGC format and which one's healthier, I think, because yeah. if you watch the finals for both of those, they are both extremely different matches. Yeah. W what do you mean? Uh, so, like, the TCG one, I think the two players who both had different decks, because Azul was running a Flying Pikachu VMAX deck, which is kind of silly to think about, um, hey, but then worked. also... No, it works. I absolutely agree with you. And then the other player was playing Palkia. And it was actually, it actually came down to the wire, even though, like, 
Azul had really a pretty did. big advantage. So, it, like, from what I heard, uh, what I remember from watching bits and pieces of that stream was, wasn't, like, half the field Palkia or Calyrex Ice Rider? Uh, not Calyrex. It's mostly Palkia, I think. Mostly Palkia. Like, a yeah. massive amount of Palkia. And isn't Palkia super effective against Electric, or is that wrong? Other way around. Other way around. Yes, I mean, like... It's weak to Electric. We weak to Electric. So, wouldn't that Flying Pikachu, like, counter it? Yeah, Flying Pikachu came with the express purpose of countering... The, uh, so he called uh, he called the meta and destroyed it. Yes. yes, he did. He did very well. That is absolutely what happened. You can see the meta and how much healthier it is, though, based on the fact that, like, especially recently, so many different decks have been winning um, mm-hmm. up until this event. Like you'd see, like Palkia has been doing pretty consistent. But I mean, the week before, uh, you go to Milwaukee Regionals, and Milwaukee Regionals has a Duraldon deck win and a Blissey deck. Yeah, come in second. Yeah, it was wild. It was it was just a what because they came to counter the meta and they did a, they, those guys also did a very good job of doing that mm-hmm. uh, calling the meta so I props to them but th- it's just been so wild um, and but then you go to VGC and one I was very happy to see that the uh, that the uh, not Zashin Kyogre team lost uh, mm-hmm. or won the not Zashin Kyogre team won I agree with that statement the only thing is if you watch that match like the, you can just tell the skill levels between the two players is vastly different because. The ones, the one guy who was running the Zashin Kyogre was terribly scared of the Gastrodon on the other side of the field and yes. refused to play both of his legends as a result, um, which already just puts you at a major disadvantage if you're playing in a two restricted format. If you don't bring both your restricteds and your opponent does, like it, it's just it just puts you at such a disadvantage. And if you watch it, like the entire time I'm sitting there, I'm like, oh, this guy's already screwed because this happened. <laughs> I, I just watched it and I was just like, it's just like watching like. It was, I was watching it, him lose in slow motion because <laughs> his, his like play level wasn't there. He wasn't confident. You know what I mean? He yeah. wasn't trying to do any tricks. He wasn't trying to problem solve. He was just trying to like play a mini game, which you can't do exactly in the in the v- video game like you can do in the TCG. Yeah, he he was trying to play no. his own little mini game and it wasn't working. I do like how Gastron kind of stops both of the like top legends right now. Uh, it doesn't really. It just you just have to be prepped for it. And I was very surprised at the fact that the guy was not prepped for it very well. Because like, if you run for if you run, I mean, so I I've been paying attention a lot to VGC lately because I was planning on doing more VGC at nationals than I did. So I've been like reading the meta and doing stuff because I, I also just genuinely enjoy playing the video game. I mm-hmm. love I love playing VGC because it's just like kind of Splatoon at this point, <laughs> where you just get these like <laughs> tiny short matches. Okay. They're just like very short matches that you play. I really enjoy that, that kind of format. I found it very, like, I just, I don't know. Like, it just felt like a huge scale disparity between the players. It looks like somebody just, like, picked up team lists that they thought might be good one day and, like, made it the top two. Or they, like, saw it online and just, like, brought it. And then the other guy, like, made a team and just was like, yeah, I know how this works and just, like, floored him. (laughs) It was disgustingly short. The other thing that we noticed, and this is something that Seth and I noticed when we watched it live when it happened. Or not live. We watched it after the fact. But the uh, when the VG when the TCG's done, they get up, they shake hands. They're very nice to one another. And this is a very much just like a culture thing uh, between yeah, the two. A little bit. The uh, VGC player like loses his mind and like jumps off the stage and like starts crying and like falls on the ground crying. I mostly noticed just how how few people were sitting watching that happen. Like tons of people oh, were watching true. TCG events, but I just noticed how few people were out watching the VGC one. That's what stuck out to me. Well, because isn't that like I feel like the VGC meta we've already had this meta. Uh, yeah, yeah, the VGC meta is very stale. Like they were doing a very good job changing it up every every other like few months when they were doing the series, but then they just decided to stop 
and keep it this one for like the past year. And it's just been so it's been very stale. It's been very stagnant. Um, it's mostly figured out. Uh, I am happy. And now it's just playing yeah. the meta. Yeah, pretty much. Which is less fun. Pretty much. Well, also, there's fewer players that jump in. So there's less innovation that can happen. Uh, because if there's only like the people that we typically see there, like Wolf Click and stuff like that, you typically don't see innovation as much innovation because there aren't new people that they don't know how to play against playing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. So it's all, if it's always the same group of people, they know who's going to do what type of stuff and then nothing new happens and it gets very stale, very boring. And then you don't want to watch it. Meanwhile, TCG has flying Pikachu coming. Yeah. Yeah, that's fun. Flying Pikachu wins in TCG and, uh, and who even knows what happened with Pokemon Go? Tap, 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 tap. Yeah, exactly. Who even knows? <laughs> who even knows what happened there with that Pokemon tap, Go? Tap, tap, tap. So definitely uh, watch out for that. But I, I had yeah. a lot of fun at NAIC anyway, or like regardless of. Absolutely, I had a whole ton of fun too as the person who was actually kind of competing in it. Yeah, I, I regret not doing it. I regret not doing it. I like because yeah. I was, I looked into it because initially, I don't know, like a month. So like a month before when we decided we were all going to go. I was like, well, I'm not going to waste a slot, you know, from somebody who really wants to go to the tournament to like just kind of go to just like play. Right. So I didn't I didn't sign up. But then like a month afterwards, after I'd been playing around with stuff to like prep for side events, I was like, man, I kind of want to do it. Yeah. And obviously, obviously it was all closed up by then. But uh, the thing that really got me is that was happening. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, oh, I should be considerate of others. And then you got you got Mr. Jumbo card guy. Mr. Jumbo card guy. <laughs> you got Mr. Jumbo card guy. If y'all haven't seen the news, yes. um, there was a guy who brought a deck of 60 of those jumbo cards that you can yeah. get from boxes and stuff like that. So, oh, also, wait, before we go on, fun fact, if you have seen it, like, on any, any like, article site, like IGN or anything, Mikey from Pokemon Crossroads took that picture. Did he really? Oh, cool. Yeah, he was, the ju- he was like, the initial judge that took care of everything uh, with that. Interesting. He didn't even tell us. We talked with him, and he didn't even tell us the most exciting part of his job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, um, so this guy brought in a deck of 60 of those jumbo cards that were all standard legal, and the judges debated for a little bit, and they ultimately let him in, because nowhere in the rules nor on the jumbo cards does it state that, one, there's a size of Pokemon cards that you can play, and two, that they're not tournament legal. So they let him in, it's so bad. but they figured out that they would eliminate him round into round three, because without sleeves and everything, and with how bad the quality control is on those jumbo cards, they could figure out that some of them look different, so they were going to call him for um, marked cards, or being able to determine what card is what. Exactly. Which is fair. I get it. It's not fair. They, did, they just wanted him out, which is completely reasonable. They did want him out, and he dropped anyway because he he did it. He'd made his statement. He's in the news and all that kind of stuff. And what's interesting, if I'm correct, uh, I follow that guy on Twitter actually. And if I remember correctly, I could be misquoting him, but I think his actual like job is determining like how accommodating for disabilities and things like that different companies are. And so this kind of, in a very skewed, altered sense, fit into. Yeah, how accommodating can this company be to a different situation? So he kind of was able to take his job into the card game a little bit. I mean, a little bit. I still think he did a little it. bit. I think he did it for the. He troll. did it for fun. He did it for fun. He did it to troll. He definitely did it. To troll. Absolutely. But yeah, I was like, I was like, yeah, I don't want to waste a slot, and he's like, yeah, I'm gonna waste a slot for this. <laughs> I'm gonna do jumbo cards. Yeah, I'm gonna do jumbo cards. I guess I can kind of go over like my run a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk about your run a little bit because it- yes, please, please, please. So what I ended up taking, uh, if you were, if you guys were watching me in the Discord voice chat and everything for a little bit, I was streaming practice matches. I ended up taking Dialga 
V-Star, which the whole gimmick, if you don't know, is to set up a board situation in which you take two turns in a row. Hopefully you can use those two turns to take four prizes in quote-unquote one turn. Um, happened kind of frequently with my run. I ended up going one win, two losses, two ties, because in the tournament situation, if you get to time and neither one of you can take all six prizes or deck the other person out, make a solid, like, I have actually won the game situation. Yeah. Uh, you get a tie, which only gives you one point as opposed to three points for a win. And you needed 19 points to get to day two. So after two ties, two losses, I deemed it was mathematically impossible for me to make it to day two and dropped out and hung with Thatch and Shamu while we did side events and took over tables and played silly memes. Yeah. But great yeah. fun. Um, I played against four Palkia decks uh, with slightly different cards in each and one Arceus deck, all of which used the Inteleon engine, so it was a little bit slower on their side. Most of the time it was fine. Sometimes, especially for those ties, it felt like it probably could have completed before going to tie, but oh well, here we are. Um, one guy I faced was from Ireland, which was very cool. It really was an That's international cool. championship. There were a lot of people there from all over the place, but uh, yeah. I, I definitely feel like I just had a taste of what you had, in terms of the Inteleon players taking you to t while we mm -hmm. were playing side events, because in the side events, you typically get people who drop out from the tournament, and then what they'll do is they'll go play the deck that beat them, which I thought was very <laughs> funny. Yep. Because they'll get very frustrated at losing, and then they'll just go play something that beat them. So, uh, so which it, it's still hilarious to me. I I find yeah. that uber funny. But I was uh, I remember being there, and we were playing against some Inteleon. I was playing against an Inteleon deck. And you were talking to me about how it was taking so long. I'm like, how can people take that long? Because I, I main uh, right now uh, an Ice Rider Calyrex deck, um, at, which does use the Inteleon engine. And for those of you who are unaware, if you play like a Drizzile or an Inteleon from base Sword and Shield set, they've got an ability called Shitty Dealings that just kind of lets you go into your deck and find a trainer card. Um, and so it's really good to help your deck get moving. Uh, but if you don't play the deck enough to know to the point what you want from the deck when you play that Inteleon or that Drizzile. Some people just play them for the sake of playing them. And they'll go in the deck and they will take literally forever trying to decide what they want. Yeah. And which is which was Seth's big thing. And I'm like, oh, it can't be that bad until I played this kid at the side events. Yeah, it can. He literally would. Well, one, he was talking to himself out loud the entire time. Um, the entire match, but then he just, he plays a Drizzile or an Italian, I forget which, and he does the search for the item and he just grabs his deck, holds it in his hand, puts it on the table and just stares into space. I swear to God for 30 seconds, <laughs> just for 30 seconds straight. Yeah. And I, I did not know what was going on because I, I thought he was like going to pass me the deck to like cut it or something, but no. Check it, chuck, cut it or something. And, well, yeah. he was holding it. He was holding it in his hand, like sideways. And I was just like, uh, okay. Yeah, he was thinking. He was having a rough time. And in side events, there's not really a time pressure. So he was trying to learn the deck that he lost to. That's yeah. what happened. No, that's 100% what was going on. Because he, all he was doing was asking us how to be better after he played. And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. What should have I done better? <laughs> I don't know. I told him he shouldn't have put down any Arceus V. I would have won faster. Yeah, that would have been good. <laughs> that was it. It good. sounds like y'all had fun. I, I really want to go to one of these events now. They're so fun. It's a good time. What are the, what are the other side events? Because that's the thing I don't know it, like about whenever I've gone to stuff. They had some other stuff. We mostly only did like the training card game stuff, though, because it was kind of it was just the easiest. 
Like, what are what are those side events? Is it just like... Oh, it's just like an eight-man pod. It's just like an eight-man little tournament, right? You just jump in until eight people want to play. Kind of like when you hop on to uh, PTCGO and you want to do a tournament. Okay, yeah. Is there any, like, draft at all or no? Well, okay, I'll get there. So it's not single okay. elimination on like it is on PTCGO. It's Swiss. Um, and that's all you do. You just do three rounds of Swiss. Uh, best of one. Yeah. And so those were fun, and we did a lot of those. Shamu and I tried to do a uh, what's called a build-in battle, which you take those build-in battle packs you buy uh, from the you can buy from the store now, and also you, referred to as pre-release boxes. Yeah, they used to be pre-release. They used to be just pre-releases, but they're called build-in battle now. Yeah. So we went to do that because they've historically been fun. They usually just do the same thing. They put you in a pot of eight, and you have a good time. But they changed it this year so that you're no longer in a pot of eight. You're just in a full-fledged tournament, apparently. And they've got like mm-hmm. a whole, they used to do pairings for like three or four rounds and they were taking forever with it. It was horrible. And then like, especially if you get like a bad build in battle, you're sitting around for so long because like I, I didn't get a lot in mine, but you do it just to have fun and like break the packs and like try to build something cute. I, so I barely got anything. But this other guy got like, he got like Starmie V, which is a really good pivot for everybody at home. Yeah. And he got, and he got Weirdier V and he got the Weirdier like base deck. My gosh. Yeah, so he was just like, he's like, I'm just going to run water energy and then and then just run all this. And so obviously that guy won. Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then you have to like sit there for four rounds doing that. Yeah. I actually feel really bad because like I completely bombed that tournament too. Um, But one, it took like three hours. It was awful. I do not recommend it. Um, Yeah. But uh, I was like in I was at the bottom table. I was literally paired with the only other person who was 0-3 at the end, which was (laughs) which was this like eight year old girl. And I felt so bad because, like, I tried to lose to her on purpose. Uh, But the problem is I couldn't, like, make bad plays because, one, she understood the game well enough to know if you're making unoptimal plays. And then, two, like, her dad was right there and her dad, like, was all about teaching her how to lose gracefully, right? And I was like, oh, man, I feel real bad. And then, like, I I got to the point end game and, like, there was a very easy way for her just to come in and win. And she just didn't take it. And then I was just like, I can't lose. I was like, no. I was like, no, and I felt, I felt terrible, felt terrible, because I'm like, just let me lose. I just want to lose. Like, there's no difference in prize payout at this level. Just let me lose, because uh, this little girl just needs the needs the W, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but unfortunately, that didn't happen either. But yeah, I don't know. NIAC was fun. Like, I, I was, I didn't realize how much I missed going to those events, Claude. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, just like going to these. Because I've been to a total of one. Yeah, you went with us, right? You went with us to to naic once didn't you no I, I went to i think one i went to something that was in uh that was uh in san antonio for i think magic several several years ago just to like you know check it out and then i've not gone to anything and i'm like all right these are fun gotta be a little safe with covid but you know they're fun yeah well pokemon was actually really good about the covid really yeah they oh, were yeah yes you, i think they've loosened restrictions now but i think they had to because worlds is in england Yes, that is exactly why. And England has uh, a lot of different rules, so they had to come up with a new policy for Worlds. That's great. But beforehand, like, they did require vaccination. They also required um, required you to wear a mask the entire time in the venue, though. I think they were a lot more and lax. And not just any. But, like... In theory, not just any mask. It had to be, like, KN95 or higher. And Yeah, I love those masks. Those masks are great. Yeah, a lot of people didn't have those, so I don't think they were really pushing it. But I know that at Salt Lake, they definitely pushed it. They had sent Linian back to his car to get a better mask than the one he walked in with. Really? So, yeah. Well, yeah. they definitely weren't pushing it as hard at NAIC as they seem to at Salt Lake. 
Yeah. But they, I mean, it was definitely important to them to do and that. It's good that we did because there's, from a lot of what Twitter people have saying, there was a small little outbreak. So it's good nah, that we all had good. some level of protection. Yeah, but that was from the uh, MLM thing. Probably. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But it, regardless, it, it was I, a good I felt time, safe there for the most part. Um, especially because I had my own KN95 stash. Um, so I was fine. And I'm glad that it was overall a safe event because the last thing you want to do is have it so someone who wants to play can't because they don't feel safe. That's what I don't want. And I know like one, one example is Joe Merrick who talks about it on Twitter a lot. Yes. He hasn't been able to do a lot of events like that because he has rather bad like asthma type things. Um, I know some friends who are like that. I know some people at my locals who are like that. So the fact that these official events are very, very safety oriented is a good thing. And I like it a lot. I agree. Yes, it's there. It's done very well. Like I, I will give kudos yeah. to Pokemon. They, they've always been very good though at the tournament level about all these yeah. types of things. So like, po- yeah, Pokemon's just been. Yep. But yeah, we had a, we had a, we had a really good time doing the NAIC grind and oh, stuff like that. It was so fun. Yeah, it was. It was a fun. Next time. year, thatched. Next year, I'm gonna see you at every regional. Uh, I'm thinking about it. I'm I'm thinking about it more than I should. <laughs> like I'm thinking about it more seriously than I should, <laughs> which is re- what really bothers me. Well, especially for me, because I think compared to you, I'm in a much better location, like home base. Yes. Because I can yeah. go to a lot within six hours. Within a yeah. six hour drive. Seth's in a good place to fly. Yeah, I've got the airport next to me, so that at least that's something I've got. I can literally I can literally drive to I think at least four or five very yeah. reasonably. Because yeah. there's usually one in Indiana, at least one in Indiana. Yep. And that's that's like nothing. Uh, then there's usually one in St. Louis, and that's only six. That's five hours actually from Dayton. Mm. This is gonna stun and, our European listeners. Yeah, but like these the seven or eight hour drive to you was not that bad. It's not. It was. It, it's not that bad. Uh, <laughs> oh, I hate anything above like six. <laughs> that's when I start to get groggy. I ate like five pounds of grapes in the car on the way there, and I was fine. It wasn't that. I mean, it's not that bad. I don't know. It depends. It it really depends on a few things. I might do it though, just because. Heck yeah! Can, one for the one for the meme, one for the meme, and two for the show. And do it before you ever have kids. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. That's the time to try to do it. Is one last chance before you know. Before the children. Before all the pu- the new Puckalonians. Before the small thatch, your grace is our presence. You're making you're making it. You're, there's a lot of assumptions in this, but yes, uh, <laughs> there's a lot of assumptions in this. I don't know. No, I mean, until you eventually teach your own child and then you run through the junior circuit because it's easy. I could definitely see you cosplaying as Mandalorian playing Pokemon cards with the child. That will be 100%. That would be funny. What would happen? That is 100% what would happen because I firmly believe in forcing my child to play for the scholarship money because the scholarship money is very good for the for the youth. At Pokemon tournaments. It is crazy. If parents out there, teach your kids how to play Pokemon cards and let them go to like senior, junior level events because they will get scholarship money for free, basically. Yeah, because nobody else is going. Exactly. Teach them. If we can give you one piece of advice from a Pokemon podcast, teach your kids, (laughs) indoctrinate your children into the Pokemon world. No, I'm not even kidding, though. Like, that's legit. I will legit do that because... I want my kids to, like, my kids will just have scholarship money that way. Uh-huh. It's wild. So when I used to go to League back in, like, 2018 or so, 
there was this one kid who was really young. He was like 16 and he would play with us and he was really good. But that was because he's been playing since he was like five. Uh-huh. And his dad would take him to all the events and everything, like to all the premiere challenges, to everything. And he has gone to Worlds several times because he's a junior slash senior. And we asked him one day, we go, and we just go, okay, how much scholarship money do you have? And he goes, I don't know. And he's like, dad, how much do I have? I think it's somewhere around like 120. And his dad's like, yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. I was just like, what? My gosh. We cannot give you better advice. Get into it, folks. No, no, I I 100% believe that is the best thing you could do is go play Pokemon uh, with your children. I, I think that is the number For one a lot thing of to do. Yeah. I mean, it, one, it's good to just as a bonding. Some people teach chess as a young kid. No, you teach Pokemon. You teach Pokemon. And honestly, like it keeps your mental acuity going. Like the, the quick math yep. that you have to do, the multiplication, the planning out and strategizing against your opponent. It's not only your mini game, but how learning how to stop or interrupt their mini game. It's a strategy game. It really is. Resource management yes. is another huge part of the, like, do I play the Ultra Ball first or do I research first? What am I trying to do? I've got to thin the deck out and ma- maximize my resources. There's a lot of thinking and planning. And yes, it really is a really good way to keep your, your mental acuity sharpened. I absolutely agree with you. I have zero problems with what you just said. I will force my child to play Pokemon and they can play the circuit. <laughs> yep. I love that. Dad, I want to go home. Not yet. You haven't won me the Piplup plush yet. You're drawing more cards. That's f- <laughs> you gotta keep playing. You gotta win me that Piplup plush, kid. I don't know why you became a New York mobster. There, That's. But, th- I mean, I know why, but uh. Yeah, you gotta keep drawing your cards. Why haven't you finished? Why did you finish your Pokemon homework for today? Have you reached Master Ball level yet? Forget about your school homework. <laughs> How high are you on the ladder? What were you facing? Was it good? If you don't reach master ball level, you ain't getting dinner. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm now an abusive parent. Uh, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> it's all fine. Don't worry about it. I'm not abusive. I'm just going to, you know, take away more and more privileges from them until they do well. I mean, I just... <laughs> I just, I, I think my, I think I could do it. And I think I know enough about the game myself to be able to do somewhat well, right? Like, I, I really believe in myself to be able to do it. I don't know. I, I kind of mm-hmm. just want to do it. But I mean, I did the regional once, but that was video game. And now I have to sit down and like really examine myself in my conscience mm-hmm. about whether or not I would do this for the trading card game. Because I've always seen myself as like a semi casual for the trading card game. But I think I've kind of understood it, especially after playing all those pods at nationals. Yeah. Like, because I, I did well at the, like, day one, I, I like, blew it. But, like, day two and day three, like, I was really you fine in to, my groove. The only, the only you reason had to I... to shake the rust off a little. Yeah, the only reason I never went 3-0 and in a pod is because Sith was there. You're welcome. I No, I'm being completely honest. Like, every every pod yeah. that I went 2-1 and one in, the only reason I was 2-1, and one, my one loss was to you each time. Yep, I remember. So, I, that means I'm, like, pretty close. And that's and, just because I've got far less rust than you. Yeah, exactly. So, I'm sitting there like, oh, man. I mean, it felt bad because, like, part of that was with Blissey, but... It was, uh, <laughs> part of that was with Blizzard. Dang, Nabbit. Now you're all going to make me, like, join us, Claude. Join us, Claude. We can have a full team. Jo- like, fly out for some, like, invitational just to join you guys for, like, a weekend. We'll buy jerseys. And I'm going to, like, like, you know what? I want to play in these pods. I'm just we'll going to, you know, buy X meta deck and then just, and that's it. And then I'm going to come back home and never play it again. Yes. That's how I feel, but, like, now I'm going to League this week. Like, it's insane. <laughs> it's insane. Like, it's really bad. Uh, it's only because, like, I found somebody, um, 
like at my job and I we you know I told him I was going to a Pokemon tournament because at this point in my life I don't care I have no embarrassment right he's just like oh really he's like I go to the league over blah 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 and I was like oh that's cool is it good and he's like yeah you should come and I was like mm. and then he's just like you should and then I did uh <laughs> The VP of my company. Well, see, I don't, I don't know of any stores around me that do it, and I also don't like the meta right now. There's no grass. You should wait anyway. Like, wait it like a couple, wait a couple like months, maybe like post worlds. All right, Seth. Once you see a grass deck that makes meta, let me know. That's when I'll get excited. Does it have to be grass type or just use grass energy? <laughs> yeah, which one? Uh, grass. I, I prefer grass. Noted. Typing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hisui and Lily gets pretty close. It's fun. It's pretty close. I was close. about to say, if it just needs to use grass energy, boy, have I got a deck for you. Are we you. talking about Giratina? You're talking about Giratina. <laughs> I don't think Giratina is going to be as good as you think it is. I don't know. I, I, like, I like silly things. Like, I still remember when I when we did the Puckle TCG tournament that I, you know, accidentally ran through everyone with Septile Venusaur. Right? Yeah, no, they have some fun stuff. That. They did have, like, Gym Leader Challenge, which is a format of the TCG yeah yeah that was fun uh do you know what that is claude gym leader challenge no what is this it's a new type of kind of fan created format that got a little bit of official acknowledgement at this and gym leader challenge the whole gimmick is you can only have one type of pokemon one type oh so it's a singleton and they all can only be one prizes and you can only play one of any card in your deck except basic energy so it's commander it's like Magic Commander, but for Pokemon. Sure, I'll yes. take your word on that. I don't know, but well, do you have like well, Magic Commander is you have like one commander, and then you have a singleton of the rest of your deck besides lands. Yep. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Pretty much. Very Except similar. there's, I guess, no commander. I am totally so. into this. Look it up. G- GLC Gym Leader Challenge. They oh, do I them all it. the time. This grass is, is awesome. apparently very good. I I will gladly play grass. Grass, I grass. I think was one of the top performing decks at that. Yeah, it is. It's got the, just like Venusaur as a tool. It can't do Forest of Giant Plants. That was banned, but yeah. uh, it has its own ban list too. Just for the record, and they're kind of from expanded and beyond. Uh, what Chip Chip Ice Axe is banned, and Hiker is banned. Yep, those are the most recent two. But yeah, the fact that it got an official event at as a side event at right. the NAIC was cool. This is something I would do. This is a hundred percent something I would do. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Claude, we'll just get you, we'll indoctrinate you, it's fine. Um, Join us! We could use a third for Team Puckle at these events, it's fine. (laughs) Yes. Uh, If I don't have a show, I will gladly just, you know, show up. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know, I thought about, okay, so like, hear me out, Seth. Dallas is usually just like in the airport. I've got family in Dallas. I have family in Dallas too. They literally just hold the event in Dallas. Uh, If it wasn't expanded every single time it happened, then yeah, I would do it. Yeah, it is expanded. That's true. I don't know. I feel like they're going to try to kill expanded off, but I'm not convinced yet. I don't know. I think when I think when it goes back to normal, when nature is healed and we have real events, premier challenges and all that again, I think Expanded will return because there's still market for it. I would be okay if they made the cards more accessible. Is is this yeah. a format on PTCGO? No. Yeah, it is. No, ex- well, not Gym Leader Cup, no. Not official, but you no. can play it and get into tournaments and take your GLC deck on PTCGO. Yeah. You can do that. All right, I might need to create a, a, a part of the Puckle account and just... Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So figured because I, I, I gave everything that I had to Puckle. Yeah, so did I. Yeah, that's what the Puckle accounts for, though. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, that's fine. That's fine. It's fine. It's fine. 
that was it was a good time i would definitely recommend going to i don't know i this is the first irl event i've been into in a very long time obviously and i thought it went very well yeah i enjoyed it i had a good time it was outside of just like being able to hang out with you that was a lot of fun which in itself was its own treat Aww. Mm-hmm. It was definitely just a good time getting to play Pokemon in person again. And it, I don't know, like every time this, every time I go to one of these, I always get like that little bit of, man, maybe I should do this. Maybe I should mm-hmm. do the circuit. And the, I mean, I, I've definitely been like punched back in the gut a couple of times, not in the TCG, in the video game, because like the video game community is just, in my opinion, not that welcoming, but other people have had other, um, but uh, maybe in the TCG this time, because like uh, we made a very, I think we made a very good observation that like TCG players are typically nicer. Um, yeah. Uh, typically, I'm not saying all TCG players are nice, and I'm not saying all VGC players are mean. Uh, I'm just saying typically because sometimes they, uh, because uh, you get the more you get older people in the TCG uh, because it takes monetary investment to keep up, uh, yeah. and that's not something that all the college kids can do. So you do have a lot more adults that you just talk with and hang out with, and they're usually more reasonable. And I, I'm okay with that. I like that. So maybe I'll, maybe that's what I'll give a whirl this time. It's probably a terrible decision, but I'll I'll try it. Join me. Join yeah. me. I might Th- try this it. This sounds like way too much fun for me not to get involved with now. And then now, yeah, we got a team. We'll get jerseys. Woo! Don't tempt me with the jersey thing because you know I'm in. <laughs> I know. I know you are. I have been waiting for the Puckle jersey for so long. Since Unite came out. I know. We joked about it. I know. You send me the link. I am buying it. Well, I don't have one yet. I, I want, if we do it, I want to be able to get one as well. Like we gotta get the whole group together. That's the that's the deal. But yeah, okay. I think we've rambled on long enough. Oh yeah. Uh, can I just give a congratulations yes. to the PDL winners? Absolutely. Dead. Yeah. Yeah. Do Sorry. it. Woo. Uh, just want to give. We had three winners for PDL uh, this past week because we finished up. There was a final stream. Uh, we have winner of Dialga Division was Charizard Ace. Winner of Palkia was congratulations. Spike. And to no one's surprise, the winner of Garatina was Fac Luigi. Congrats to everybody. Great job, everyone. Woo. We'll be back again for Gen 9 next year. That's kind of exciting, honestly. Gen 9? Yeah. That'll be exciting. Yeah, uh, yep, we will see what we can do. It's going to be a blast. I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Uh, I'm excited for that. All right, though. That's a good place to wrap it up. And we are going to kick it on over to the poke of the episode. So let's uh, catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 144, Articuno, the Freeze Pokemon. Articuno's crystal Pokedex entry states... Legendary bird Pokemon. As it flies through the sky, it cools the air, causing snow to fall. Wait, does it really just say legendary bird? Legendary bird Pokemon. It does! Oh my gosh! (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That's why I picked it. It just says legendary bird Pokemon. It doesn't even say like the a legendary bird Pokemon, it just says legendary bird Pokemon. It's like an alert. Yeah, it's like it's like oh god, that's hilarious. Uh okay. Well, Articuno is a Pokemon. I don't know why it's on this team. I'm gonna be completely honest. Uh, we we have a we have a Spike Muth Cup team that we kind of just grabbed because it said Articuno, and Articuno is by far one of my favorite designed of the legendary birds, but it is definitely the least useful of all of them. Both times, by the way, uh, which is disappointing. Uh, it's like just the least useful because like even Galarian Articuno I find very cool. Yeah, 
I find very cool. I think they messed up with the Galarian birds by not giving them like one move of their type or something like that, of like their original type. That would have been so good. That would have been broken. I, I think it would have been broken with particularly Zapdos. But yes. I think Moltres. Yeah. Oh, and Moltres. Okay. Moltres would have been stupid. That, yeah, Moltres having access to a fire type move suddenly makes it really good. I guess so. Uh, I guess so. Don't don't ruin my day. <laughs> or they could have like made their signature moves kind of like flying press or something like that. I would have been into yeah, that. Yeah, that would have been fun. I would have been into that. Does both. That would have been really cool. Actually. I would have been into it. Oh well, uh, Articuno. His stats are okay. I mean, he's a legendary bird. I don't know what you expect. Uh, he's not going to have bad stats, but they're not great. Great. Base 90 HP, base 85 attack, base defense of 100, which is actually better than you'd expect. Yeah. Base special attack of 95, base special defense of 125, and base speed of 85. That 85 is kind of bad, but uh, the real problem with Articuno is that it's a nice flying type. Honestly, it's an ice yeah. type. I think that's the problem. It's an ice type. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, because a nice type anyway. without a nice type. Oh no! Uh, uh, <laughs> so we've got what is a Spike Muth Cup team for you guys. You guys can use this against the gym leaders in uh, in the summer league, and we're just going to jump right on into it. Our first one this week is absolutely Articuno. Obviously, he's the man of the hour with heavy duty boots, with pressure as the ability, and his EV spread is very common. It is that sarcasm. Uh, 252 HP, 20 defense, 12 special attack, 204 special defense, and 20 speed. He is outspeeding something very specific uh, with a calm nature, freeze-dry, substitute roost, and my favorite, because you're always playing BSS nowadays, sheer cold. Yeah. The best thing that Timer gave me after they took Timer away has been Oko moves. Uh, that is the best thing Timer has given me, has been the ability to use Oko moves <laughs> in relevant metas. But actually, uh, honestly, it's fun. I think it's cute and fun. So we got that going for us. Mm-hmm. All right. But then uh, because I think this is technically a stall team with an Articuno on it, uh, looking at the rest of this team, we've got Clefable yeah. with leftovers, unaware, 50 HP, 244 HP or level 50, 244 HP, 252 defense. 12 spe- speed, bold nature with Moonblast, Calm Mind, Wish, and Protect. That is so stupid, just basic Clefable. Uh, ex- with the, I guess it's running Aware instead of Magic Guard, but I I like the Unaware variant better, in my opinion. In some it, it fits It fits my playstyle better, I think. I, I like Unaware because your opponent can set up all you want, and then you just send in Clefable, and it goes, ha ha. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yeah, exactly. No, you didn't. I'm bulky boy. Clefable's so, like, unnecessarily bulky. Yeah, it is. It's a big squishy squish ball. Same with Clefairy. Yep. Clefairy yeah. is like stupid bulky too itself. But all right. Uh, somebody take these next two. I've got them because they seem to be boring. Uh, we've got <clears throat> Chansey holding an Eviolite with the ability Natural Cure. Level oh, is God, 50. So Eevees are, of course, 252 defense because maximize that it basically more than doubles defensive stat for special defense and of all things 252 speed with a bold nature Porky. and what is chancy's speed i don't know but That's i guess a question it's i don't think i've ever heard before 50 or 60 I think. no there's no way there's no way yeah chancy yeah. has a base speed of 50 what because blissey's like 60 what's it outspeeding 
Let's see, it's fifty-five, but close. Other Skarmory or something else. Other, other, other Chansey, other Chansey. I would just put it in HP, but I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, okay. The move set is no. You size... want to be fast enough to get off your moves. This Chansey's exactly, Naruto honestly. running. What is going on? Yeah. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> uh, move set is seismic toss, substitute, soft boiled, and minimize because that's not illegal here. No, I love it. That's my favorite part, actually. And my God, then... that's such a dumb set. I love it. Yep, it's stupid. Uh, next up, we've. I'm assuming that's why their speed is so you can outrun things to minimize in front of them. Oh, uh, maybe. Or set your sub, sub first, then minimize. Sub up before slow things poison you or something like that. Uh, next up is Skarmory, holding a rocky helmet with the ability Sturdy. EVs are 244 HP, 236 defense, and 28 speed with an impish nature. Attacks are Iron Defense, Body Press, Taunt, and Roost. Big bulky boy that gets harder to kill with iron defense and more lethal with body press at the same time. One of my favorite sets. I'm glad that makes you happy. Yeah, so that's me with the Skarm Bliss combo. It's me. Ha ha ha. It is you. Go on, Claude. Bring us home with the memes. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, well let's start with the, um, this I, one. It's I Toxapex. I don't know um, if the first one's it, a meme, but sure. It has Black Sludge. It has Regenerator, 252 HP, 252 Defense, 4 Special Defense, Bold Nature, Zero Attack IVs with Scald, Toxic, Haze, Recover, Standard Toxapex. No one cares. On to the next one, though. We have Palisand. This should have been a Palisand team. Yeah, it should have been. Well, except there was an Articuno, which is uh, Palisand with a Citrus Berry with Water Compaction. Uh, shiny. It has to be Shiny. Uh, EVs are 252 HP, 252 Defense, 4 Special Attack, Bold Nature, 0 Attack IVs, with Scorching Sands, Iron Defense, Stealth Rock, and Shore Up. This is just meant to tank your big hits and get walled by anything off the ground. It has to be Shiny. It has to be shiny. To be fair, shiny Palo Sand looks really good, so I can't. It's really Hawaiian does. black sand. It's really cool. Yeah. It's it's cool for a lot of reasons. Yeah. It, I, oh, to be fair, to be fair, ever since Gen Seven, they've purposely made shinies. Like I think every Pokemon yeah. is just like a crafted shiny since Gen Seven. Yeah. Uh, instead of just like quick palette swaps, random yeah bits and pieces that are just mm-hmm. flipped. So they're not Let's all do a color reverse. It, so it's not just like pink or purple or. Green. Sometimes there's some good things, like the fact that Victory Bell's lip is blue, just like how Pitcher Plants are blue under ultraviolet light, and how the Tauros is green, just like the energy drink. Uh, just like the that that that's what came first, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that's what came first. I forgot. <laughs> uh, all right, but, but yeah, is this is the is. team. I don't know. It's definitely very bulky. Like this is stall. It's definitely a team. I can say it's that. Uh, I would much rather, as a gym leader in summer league, face this though because there's no uh, there's no Drake of it. Um, yeah, I as a gym leader would hate to face this because uh, silliness. I prefer an hour. I prefer it to the Drake of yeah. You can't take an hour. That's the good news. I'd r- I, yeah. Oh, that's right. Can we take twenty minutes? Even better. Yeah, that's that's the good news. And that, that's the real strategy, though. Is you stall out your match as long as possible, so let other people can't do theirs. <laughs> then less people get the gym badge and all. That sounds very inconsiderate and mean. I never said it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, if you want this team, if you're a patron, you can get it. Uh, if you're a patron at the appropriate level, you can get it this week in shiny form. The palace sand and everything else, I think. Uh, though you won't be able to tell with the shiny Articuno because shiny Articuno doesn't look that different. Ha ha. Woo. So that 
I wish it looked like the Galarian Articuno. They should like ret- retcon some of these shinies. If Star- Scarlet and Violet does anything, please retcon shinies. Right. Retcon the shiny. Like retcon some of them. Some of them are garbage. All right. So on that note, we're going to kick it on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag is a part of the show where you can send us emails at pucklepodcast at gmail.com. And maybe we'll read them on the show. And you get to interject your uh, comments in a way that we can reply to you and not give you a chance to rebuttal. And uh, I feel really bad about the format sometimes because of that. But at the same time, it's just like, what else am I going to oh, wow. do? You, uh, but I really appreciate it. Uh, we typically always have a question for you guys, a prompt. Last week, we asked you guys what you think the new gimmick might be in Scarlet and Violet. And you guys gave us some cool answers. So I'm very excited to see it. I would love to see what you guys uh, say. And we're going to jump right into it. Uh, but before that, we have to remind everybody that this segment is brought to you by the energy drink, Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves! hooves. And it came before Tauros. <laughs> and as always, we will give out the Green Tauros badge to anybody we deem worthy. Speaking of that, if you're a patron, you should have had them sent to you by now. Um, I got caught up with NAIC and then I had to immediately go to a conference for work. So I did not get them shipped out quite yet. Um, I do have the list and I'm printing off the shipping labels this afternoon. So they will be in the yeah. mail by uh, by Saturday evening, Sunday evening. I'm hoping that the person that got mine will send it back to you. Oh, if not, I'll just send you a new one. Yeah, because <laughs> I contacted my old apartment like, hey, I have I actually got mail sent to me and I can't change it. And they're like, all right, we'll tell the person. Okay. And then it's been like bad. <laughs> oh, well, they kept it. I believe it. All right. So on that note, let's jump on <laughs> to these emails uh, that aren't about mail fraud. And our first one this week is going to be from Mankey. And I believe you've got All this right. one, Seth. Yep. I've got this one. Oh, Puckle, my Puckle. Honestly, the gimmicks never did it for me. Dynamax was a pretty bland idea, but at the very least, it gave us Dynamax and Gigantamax raids, which was a great addition. As for the gimmick for the new generation, I'm operating under the assumption that it's a type gimmick, despite shaky evidence at best. I think it will be related to changing the type of a move. My thought is after the second gym or so, the professor is going to give you a TM or TR or whatever that can be taught to any Pokemon. It defaults its type to the primary type of the user. But during the journey and the story, you will get a series of crystals representing different types from gym leaders, people you help with tasks, etc. I feel like we've had this before, though. I know, it's really close. These crystals... Isn't it, isn't it like hidden power? It's kind of hidden power, yes. These crystals, when held, will, will give the move a different second type, like flying press. That's what they're getting at. Mm, okay. I think... I think mechanically it's feasible, and it might actually be fun to have some new and unique type combinations that you might not see in an actual Pokemon, like Poison Steel, for a fun new way to dethrone that behemothization. I can personally see it as far as part of ongoing storyline. You're slowly getting pieces of the puzzle, and around the 8th gym, the professor figures it out, and you get to use some fun moves in preparation for the big, baddie battle. Say that five times fast. <laughs> The neat part about this idea is that for the younger generation of Pokemon fans, it will help them more critically analyze the relationship of types beyond the fire is weak to water part, which is weak against grass part, yada yada. I'm going to leave it there before this sounds more like a pitch to Nintendo. Feel free to tear this idea apart. I'm not married to it. Thanks for all the entertainment. Your fan, 
Mankey. So that I don't know that it's going to be what happens, but the thing that makes me like this more than anything else, I what makes me think about is I would much rather there be a gimmick finally that's a gimmick for like the casual playthrough. Yeah, that doesn't affect the competitive playthrough. I would be super happy with that. Something that's just very story oriented and it just never touches competitive. Like I imagine Z moves, but then never touching competitive. Having to run through the mathematical calculations to figure out flying press type coverage on every potential oh god that sounds awful that sounds interesting to say the least i mean programming wise that's not bad right you just have some checkboxes it's not terrible it's just the the chart and the processing behind it becomes more difficult (laughs) i'm concerned about me that oh okay 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 i don't know i i'd be okay with that i'd also i mean i think the way flying press handles it is it doesn't ever hit like if something's weak to both flying and fighting um which i guess would be like let's say sawsbuck right um, yeah. I don't think it becomes like a times four move. I think it's just a times two move still. Probably. But then you, but then you hit like a rock type and you're like, am I hitting this super effective or is it neutral or is it what? It's super effective because I think it takes precedence as a fighting type move and then like it also does flying type damage. Yeah. I think it's one of those things where it's just like, oh, if the fighting type isn't super effective, but it's weak to flying, it's also super effective. That's how, that's how I think it works. It's an interesting gimmick, um, but I do think Hidden Power was taken out for a reason. I, I Okay, yeah. so hear me out. I would love the generational gimmick to just be Hidden Power, though. And Hidden Power Ew. and Hidden Power without IVs. No, I no. hate that. I'm, I'm okay with it not being there, and then... Uh, do gone. not give Reggie Alecki any more coverage, please. Well, you, you're also assuming these Pokemon come back, man. These are your problems. I'm just saying, like, that. that is a common situation where something has a garbage move pool and that's what keeps it at bay. Yes, that is true. Do not do that, <laughs> please. Yeah. I completely agree with that. They've been very good in Gen 8 about balancing, like, everything. Yeah. Yes. Between Spectrier and Regieleki alone. Yes. Like, yeah. yeah. All right. Ready for the next one? Yeah, absolutely. It's coming from Tia. What it do, Puckle Crew? It's me, Tia. Uh, gimmicks in Pokemon have had their ups and downs, and overall, I think they were a good addition to the game. However, the last one felt kind of uninspiring. Well, I don't think yes. type changing is this gen's gimmick, and there's a reason why Hidden Power was gone. I do think that maybe the gimmick might be past and future forms of Pokemon. Pokemon that revert back to past forms will become a lot more adaptable and suitable for survivability as they rely on their primal instincts. Pokemon that turn into future forms will become a lot more sleek and efficient as their strengths at their core, uh, and, and efficient at their strengths at the cost of their own life. There it is. Kind of like how all the new tech devices are super fast, but break within like two to three years. So at first I thought these, these ideas about the time were nonsense, by the way. Um, mm-hmm. and then I, then I remembered that Hisui and Zoroark's in the trailer. Yeah. And I was like, oh, maybe it's not. Uh, <laughs> maybe this isn't. Because uh, then, like, you just have these, you have regional forms, but, you like, you have them based on, like, their old forms and their new forms. That way you can still have Weirdeer and everything. Now, now, this would be the interesting thing that comes to my mind, though. Imagine if Hazuian Zoroark is only found in Scarlet, and regular Zoroark is only found in Violet. I think that's a cute yep. idea. I think it's unfair, but I think it's cute. Well, I'm, I, I, I'm just saying, like, I can see that being a type of gimmick where it's, there's yeah. a bunch of Pokemon you can only find in one versus the other. Yeah. Oh, that was, like type like the different forms and it's like you have the old version like all the hasuians are only found in one game and then the other side there's a whole other set of like insert new region name here ish forms maybe that's why we don't have the region name is the same reason that 
the region is called Hisui in one game and Sinnoh in another. Absolutely. Exactly. I could fully believe that being two different regions. It, the same region, but different, like, times. That would be nuts. I think that's, I, I don't think you're wrong, though, Seth. I think that's very possible yeah. to be the, uh, I think that's great. Well, you've also noticed that the Twitter has been doing like a welcome to this region and they just got to Galar recently, which means yeah. the next step would be the Gen 9 region. Maybe. I, I hate looking into that stuff, though, because like they do that kind of stuff all the time and everybody's like, it's going to happen. They're going to talk about the next thing. It, for all we know, it might just end in a poll of what's your favorite region trainers? No, that's exactly what will happen. Just they've been doing it for a month to troll us. Uh, going back, uh, also in the first trailer, there's a scene where the Mega Evolution pattern is shown. Kay. Do you think this could mean that Mega Evolution's coming back? And then they posted an image, and it it's clearly there. Where? Where is it? I'm looking at this. I it's don't... within, like, the little, like, abacus beads. Oh, yeah. It's the Mega Evolution crystal symbol. Yeah. And that's clearly there. It's there, but I don't think it's meant because of that. I think it's just a shot. No, I think it's I think it's purposeful. Uh, it's it could be. That's a they stretch. That's do a weird stretch. things. That's a stretch. Well, no. See, it's an abacus, which is an ancient thing, and they're showing the mega evolution thing, meaning it's ancient and outdated. What if they? Okay, what if they bring it back though? Because they're like, this is the old gimmick, and they bring back Dynamax as the new gimmick. What if they do mega mega evolution? What if your mega crystal is also a Z crystal that's also a Dynamax? Uh, to be fair, in the anime, they're literally doing that. All right, so what if they do the opposite, though, and all your Pokemon become baby versions of themselves? It's like a D-Mega evolution. Your Mega Charizard Gigantamaxes into Gigantamax Mega Charizard, and it uses (laughs) Z-Flare. Overdrive. (laughs) I would lose my mind. Which sets up the sun and is like 300 power. (laughs) Z-Max Flare. (laughs) Stop. I think you're doing this to yourself, Seth. Z-Max Inferno Overdrive, right? You're doing this to yourself. Go on to the last email. <laughs> All right. One before more email today before uh, Seth loses his mind. Before I go completely insane. <laughs> All right. Our last email today is going to come to you from Sleeve. Hey, everyone. I hope you're all well and enjoying the early summer sun. Uh, enjoy is a strong word. Uh, it's 98 degrees here. Yeah, right now it's uh it is noon and it is seventy nine. So that's not too bad actually. It's been worse recently. Seventy nine. I was freezing to death in o- in Ohio. <laughs> God. <laughs> um, it is currently eighty seven and it's it's like eleven. Yeah. <laughs> what the uh, heck? Summer sun. Up until about ten minutes ago, I didn't care care whether or not there'd be a gimmick or what said gimmick could be. But then I had a tinfoil hat slash Charlie Day in the mailroom moment. So we're about. So we're all talking about the color spectrum because of Scarlet and Violet being the names of the games, but we're failing to talk about the past and future or time aspect of the current marketing. Maybe it's a combination of both time and color on the spectrum. Could time relate to past generations with Gen 1 considered the past and Gen 9 considered future? Could color relate to past generations with Mm. Red and Blue being the past and Scarlet and Violet being the future? That's kind of true, though. Um, Therefore, I have summarized that the next gimmick will be spectrum shifting mid-battle, but the effect will be that the battle mechanics shift to that of an older generation. No! 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 Oh, no! 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 That's even worse! No! Uh, If you use past shift, Psychic becomes immune to ghosts. No! Recharge moves don't quite recharge if they KO. (laughs) No, I hate it! No! Crit chance becomes related to speed stat, etc. If you use speed <laughs> shift. 
Yes. <laughs> the mechanics are reverted to the current shed. I thought you said that I wouldn't lose my mind, Thatch. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't like it. Slash becomes broken. Stop it. Oh, uh, God. That's hilarious. Uh, I love it. Bind makes it so neither Pokemon does anything. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, if you use Future Shift, the mechanics are reverted to the current gen. Kind of like Trick Room for generational battle mechanics. As a side note, this is how we see Tauros back on top. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Except now it's Regieleki on top. Oh, no. Now my conspiracy theorist moment's over. I'll say this is most certainly won't happen, but it would be kind of funny, right? No! <laughs> anyway, thanks for doing what you do. Appreciate all of you. With peace and love, sleep. Peace and love, and he drops this... He's he's talking about peace and love, and he drops this war crime of an email <laughs> on us. Like, no. All right. what? Anyone else can have the, the Green Tauros badge but sleeve. Except this one. Except this one. I don't care. I don't care who gets it. Reggie like he crits on every move. But oh, God. And it gets hidden power. <laughs> and it gets hidden power. <laughs> oh, could you imagine that's how hidden power comes back? Oh my gosh, that'd be so bad. Instant Uber. Instant anything goes. Get out of my sight. Uh, ninja ass becomes really good for no reason. <laughs> no. <laughs> God. Then Jess becomes. Can you imagine the shenanigans with like Shedinja with that? God. Yes. Oh, you thought you were super effective against me, but now you're not. <laughs> oh, it jokes on you. Oh, that's that's. Call an ambulance, but not for me. Call an ambulance, all right, but not for me. Ugh. All right. So who gets the badge? Uh, who uh, do you want to give it to? Uh, sleeve. Not sleeve. Not sleeve. <laughs> not sleeve. He doesn't get nothing. All right, we'll give it to Tia. Tia. I kind of like Jason's too. All right, fine, Jason. Jason, or what's yeah. his name? Mankey, Mankey. I liked Mankey's, too. Mankey, Mankey. You got it, bud. I'm here for Mankey. I'm here. Mankey it is. Mankey gets... Good for you, bud. All right. Well, yeah, just ask us, and we'll make sure you get it, and it's going to be a good time. Uh, thank you to everybody who sent us an email. We definitely read them. Um, we just don't have time to get to every single email. And next week, if you want to email us, uh, tell us if uh, Seth and Thatcher have convinced you to come play Pokemon with us. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Additionally, you can also t- tell us whether or not you think we're going to see the uh, the reg- the uh, the starter evolutions prior to release, or what you think those starters might evolve into. Send those in for next week to pucklepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, until then, though, uh, if you want to hang out with us on our Discord at pucklediscord.com, listen to Puckle Plus on Thursdays. Uh, you can also go ahead and uh, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can go ahead and Follow us on YouTube, youtube.com slash Puckle Podcast. And you can follow us on Twitch at the uh, the Puckle Podcast, twitch.tv slash the Puckle Podcast, uh, where I I stream video games. But uh, we're also going to start bringing in competitive nights on Mondays, uh, where Woo. Seth and I play VGC, TCG, and anything in between. Or I'll randomly decide to stream one week for fun and do things because I can. Yes. Um. But check those out. Yeah, I think I'll take up my Thursday mantle again if we do Mondays. But uh, we'll do yeah. some competitive nuzlocking. It'll be great. It'll be a good time. No, this will probably actually be like real, like grind competitive yeah. stuff, like official tournament, whatever kind of things. Um, so that's probably what Monday will be when once we get it rolling. Yep. Uh, I'm hoping to. I'm going to try to do it this Monday. We'll see. I'm going to see if I can do it this Monday. I may join you for the first couple. Yeah, like, that might we be could fun. a tag team. Yeah, you can coach me. <laughs> yeah coach me. I, don't play dialga that's what i coach you with <laughs> uh but seth i heard it was good this one guy that i li- this one guy that i listened to said it might be good one day if timers didn't exist yeah it might be 
Yeah. All right. So uh, that is uh, that is where we're at today, guys. Um, oh, if you would like to help support the show as well, you can go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash puckle podcast and get a lot of goodies. Um, until then, though, we are going to cut it out here. I've been Trainer Thatch. I've been Seth Philo. I've been Claude Nine. And here in the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's closing time. Bye.